to the No BS Short-Term Rental Podcast, an unfiltered look into the global vacation and short-term rental industry. I'm Mateo Bradford. And I'm John Stokinger. And this is our podcast. We bring the right people to the table at the right time, giving you an inside view and take on the short-term rental industry like no other podcast can. Good morning, Mateo. How are you, man? Good morning, John. Uh, as usual, fantastic, man. How are you? I, I'm really good. How was your How was your long weekend? Did you actually enjoy it and relax and and unplug a little bit, or did you? Uh... I did, I did, I did, man. Uh, it was good, man. Lots of self care. I think I'm a little fatter, but you know, it's a uh, it was a good it was a good uh, uh, a weekend. Lots of uh, or in a couple weeks, man. Just uh, giving thanks and. You know, for uh, for me, it's always you know the time of year to sit back and you know think about the things you're grateful for and thankful for, um, and so uh, you know really spend time just doing that. And you know, especially through all this craziness and everything going on, you know, it is uh, it, it couldn't come at a better time. I think, especially pushing into the holidays. So, well, yeah, it was needed, and I, you know, I, I know you're, what you're alluding to, and 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 thank goodness for that, you know. Most recent, uh, and for those that are listening, we're, we're just talking about some different um, different things that happened in the news. Uh, we're happy of the uh, recent outcomes. Um, and so, uh, with that said, I had a great, I had a great, I took four days off last week, which is um, I never I do. Will. I didn't even, I didn't even work. Time now. <laughs> I didn't even work. Yeah, I, shut it down. I definitely, I definitely shut it all the way down. Uh, which was, which was pretty good. Went and saw my uh, in-laws in Pennsylvania, um, spent some time actually, uh, rebuilt a staircase, um, with them. So some accessibility I things. You so we, were going to say you, you built a barn. I was going to die. No, no, it's, <laughs> it, it wasn't a barn raising. It is, we are, they, they do live in Amish country though. Um, but it, it was, I know that's what I was saying, but it was not a barn raising. Um, it was a stair take, tear down and rebuild. Um, nice. But uh, it kind of it kind of leads to um, for those who are listening and we're super excited. This is actually episode one of season two. Season two, episode one. We um, super exciting news. Uh, the announcement would have been dropped yesterday, so hopefully you've already heard it. We are part of the Hospitality FM network. Huge shout out to Will Slickers and that team there. We're so Definitely. excited to be part of that. We're in to promote that and be part of part of them. And we have an amazing guest who happens to know Will. Um, I'm not sure to the extent, but in it kind of tie it definitely ties into accessibility and it ties into disability um and it really she she is n- newer to the sh- the rental space the short term rental space but she has been working on this for a long long time I'll, let me introduce Lorraine Woodward thank you so much for joining us she is okay. the owner of or she's on rent able is that is that how it's pronounced Lorraine you know, we 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 pronounce it rentable. So okay. becoming rentable. So it's the rent with a focus on the able. Okay. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. Oh, I am so excited. Thank you for having me. You season season two, you're our first. All you're right. Our, I like being the first. Well, good. You're you're a pioneer. <laughs> 
I don't know if that's age or um, um, activity, but yes, we're we're trying to trailblaze a a um, a new area of awareness and focus in the the short term rental space. And 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 so so for those here, they you know I pronounce it rent able because if you look at it in in how it's it's printed, it's rent. And then A B L E able is in caps, um, so obviously that is why the emphasis is on able. Um, can you t- tell us about you know in a little bit about you know rentable, um, but but then you know kind of then start at the beginning and then like like you told us previous to us starting recording here that you've been doing this for. I don't want to say forever because, <laughs> but I am forever. I'm 59 years old and I'm okay with that. That's okay. Uh, I, I, we're I both in our forties. We're not, we're not spring chickens anymore. <laughs> I got a few. Yeah, speak for yourself, John. I, again, I, yeah, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> well, yeah. um, <laughs> Mateo's forever 39. <laughs> 27, brother. 27. 20, yeah. Got to get it I right. Call it, oof. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. It's, it's all about how you feel. That's right. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm chronologically 59, but I'm still a kid at heart. Same yeah, here. Sure. Same here. So, um, you know, I, I have muscular dystrophy. I was diagnosed at two. So um, having a disability has been a way of life. And, and I really um, can't wish MD on anybody, but I'm actually grateful for my experiences of having MD. Um, and it's led me to where I am, which has been a career in disability. I started advocating, you know, back in elementary school, back in the day before, you know, accessibility was really even thought of. And, um, you know, then went to college. And I remember um, before I started classes, I was already doing a little protest. The board of directors was having a meeting and I couldn't get in the building. So I made sure I greeted every uh, board of directors at the foot of the steps, welcoming them to their meeting and wishing that I could be there. But I, I couldn't because there was no access to the building. So, um, yes, and I, I haven't stopped since. And um, I have two boys um, that are young, young men now, 24 and 26, who also have muscular dystrophy. And um, they are are mobile, outstanding young men. One is finishing his PhD in electrical engineering. The other one is finished his degree in um, industrial design and uh, couldn't be more proud of them. And um, we didn't vacation, you know, this whole vacation craze wasn't a part of our life because it wigged out my husband, first of all, you know, we've got, we go to New York City and my boys are in scooters, I'm in a wheelchair and, you know, it's Times Square, the Today Show's off, now it's off to the next and we're beelining it across, you know, Broadway and my husband's freaking out on the corner and it's like, they're not going to hit us, there's three of us and he, he we, we, he couldn't handle it. So we, yeah. we didn't vacation and finding places, heavens forbid, you know, that was, you know, hard. So when the boys, you know, left high school, I thought, OK, wh- what am I going to do? I had, quote, retired that lasted for about a week. And then <laughs> retired. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, well, I think retirement's overrated personally. Um, so I had an opportunity to build a vacation home and it was for a family, you know, it's like, all right, where can we get away? Where can we go? And my, the boys were like, mom, are you crazy? A beach, 
you know, you're in a wheelchair. We can't walk on sand. Why are you building a beach house? And it's like, chill out, chill out. It's going to be good. So um, we, I built this place, but I knew I needed money to come in to, to support it. And so it's like, how can I do this? So I did what I know. And I built a second, it's a three-story house. It's 90 feet long. So I have a 90-foot art studio downstairs, which is the best in the whole wow. wide world. And then you take the elevator to the second floor. That's the rental property. And it was designed for um, somebody with the least amount of mobility. And mm -hmm. I wanted it also designed for the last stages of life, thinking about, you know, where do people mm -hmm. want to be at their last stages of life? Some people want to be at home. Some people may want to yeah. be at the beach. And so yeah. crazy idea in my head um, that I needed to build a bathroom that would accommodate somebody on a gurney and three attendants. Now, I don't know why I came up with this idea of a gurney and three attendants. So we built this massive bathroom that's like 14 by 14, and it's got an incredible shower. My boys hate it. Uh, it's too big. <laughs> They're like, Mom, you need a shower curtain. It's like, dude, you got a door. Nobody's going to peek in and look at you. You know, enjoy the Lock space. The <laughs> you know, and um, so um, we have the hospital bed. We have right. like extra outlets for oxygen, the wheel under sinks, uh, you know, it's fully accessible. And then the third floor is what I call uh, the private residence. And that is so the boys and I can always hang out, you know, um, and I'm at the beach as much as I humanly possibly can. My my joy as um, I turned 59 this past year. I said, okay, Lorraine, you've got to do one more thing. The beach house is, is built. We now have renters full time. 90% of our renters are people with disability. And my joy in life is being at the beach house, getting to know my renters. Because my renters are renters who have vacation for the first time in 28 years because there hasn't been a property that they could access. Our renters are from Canada, from California, from Maine, and I'm asking this. Where, where is your low? Where is this uh, located, where, Lorraine? Carolina Beach, North Carolina. Okay, yeah. It's a cute little island called Pleasure Island, and yeah. it's five miles long, three miles wide, and it is just it's just a little slice of heaven. And so I'm asking these these families. I'm like, why are you traveling from California? to Carolina Beach, North Carolina. And they said, well, there's nothing else like it. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 you, 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 no, that's, that can't be true. There's got to be more accessible pro properties. And they're like, no, Lorraine, it's not. And so I'd ask the next family and, and everybody's telling me the same story. And that's how the idea came. I was taking a shower because for whatever reason, the shower is a happy place that my creativity just explodes. So after Christmas last year, I said, okay, we're going to do a TV show. Again, like the gurney and the three three attendants, why am I thinking a TV show? <laughs> Come on, Lorraine. I'm like, well, what brings you joy is making a difference in people's lives, making a difference where there is a niche that needs to be filled. And how can I get this information out? And it's like, well, you can get it out by having a TV show. 
So I called a friend of mine who is in that space and I said, Valerie, what do you think? She's a producer. She goes, I love it. An hour later, she's like, Lorraine, she calls me. You've got to do this. The next day she calls me. It's like, this is brilliant. So I started working with a, a team of volunteers and that's who we are right now. We're a volunteer based effort at becoming rentable. And um, so we came up with our script. We came up with our idea. So everything that we've, we're doing right now is all about that TV show. So what oh, you- that, that TV show, Lorraine, has that that hasn't aired yet, has it? It hasn't, but that's what part of this is all about. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry. Big news. Heard it here first. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, okay, what do we need producers to see? Well, producers want uh, people to watch their show. So how do we show that we've got support in this? So I thought, okay, we've got to do a survey. These ideas of what needs to be in an accessible property are our ideas. Now we need validation. How do we get validation? So we get it by doing a national survey. Well, you got to get this survey out to people. How do you do that? Well, you call your friends at Easter Seals and say, Easter Seals, this is what I'm doing. Can you help me? Sure, no problem. They help get the, the, the survey out to their group. Muscular Dystrophy Association, they say, yeah, United Cerebral Palsy, great idea, we'll help you out. So we started building this network of supporters to get our release out so that are their survey out so that we could get validation and we're right on the, on the mark of what people are looking for and needing. So it's like, all right, that's good. Now we're gonna create this TV show. So what are you gonna, what are you gonna film? What's gonna be on the show? So it's a 30 minute show, it's 13 episodes. Um, and it's like your, uh, property brothers kind of show. Yeah. You right. deal with the, the, the scenario up front, you show the construction, the renovation, you step, st- um, carry a story throughout, and then you have the big reveal at the end. Our first show is about a family from actually Durham, North Carolina, go Duke. Um, and, um, Mateo, I know you're from Atlanta, so you might mm-hmm. get some of our ACC vibes down at, um, I, look, I'm a Morehouse guy. That's as far as it goes with Atlanta. Uh, the rest well, we of my life talk is about any basketball yeah, because so. we, we've got you covered there. Um, so anyway, <laughs> it's a, um, it's a, a family, a gentleman, 34. He has several palsy. Um, has an intellectual disability and he's blind and his caregiver, Wendy has been with him for 28 years and um, Sloan loves to travel, wants to come to the beach. They can't find a place. They look for two years before they find our place. So we tell their story about how they found the place. What are their needs? And we build that room. Um, and at the end of, the, so in the show, you have two pullouts. One is what is cerebral palsy or what is that disability that we're focusing on? And then the second pullout in the show is about the construction. What do you need to make a room uh, wheelchair accessible? What do you need to do to make a bedroom walker friendly? And then at the end of the show, we have a link that people can go to um, that's kind of like behind the scenes, shop the look. You know, what paint color did you use? Where did that Hoyer lift come from? What was the name of that group that that Sloan has that condition called? So that people can use this as a resource, learn from it, 
and make their their rental property accessible and bring in more revenue for for families. And so that was the next. So everything that we're doing, you can see, goes back to the TV show. We're doing a lot of different things. So with the TV show, you have to have these properties. So we've got um, a condo. And our geographic area for the show is vacation destinations and college and university environments. And again, thinking about short-term rentals, where instead of making this global, every short-term rental everywhere, we want to be very targeted to where we're going. So those are the two areas. So every house and property that we feature is either in a vacation destination location or a college and university environment. So we have our vacation destination property at Carolina Beach. That's episodes one and two. Our next um, property is a condo on the NC State campus on Centennial Campus. It's being built for a young man with muscular dystrophy who will be making it a short-term rental, an accessible short-term rental. All of our properties are um, accessible. That was that, obviously. Um, and then we have a executive property on the banks of uh, the Tennessee River in Knoxville. And then mm-hmm. as we're looking at this, it's like, OK, where is this property that people can go to see, learn from? So we're building a model property because for us at Becoming Rentable, nice. we mm-hmm. believe accessibility is not just mobility. It's not just yeah. being in a wheelchair. So I am happy to say on this show that we are going to be featuring and looking at accessible properties for short-term rental that include mobility, walker-friendly, intellectual and developmental disabilities and autism, vision and hearing. So you will be able to go to our site um, and look for a property that is autism-friendly. You will be able to go to our site and find a property that is uh, Walker friendly. Um, and so nobody globally is doing what we're doing. Um, we are the first anywhere that will have the depth of accessibility. We are looking at changing the way people look at accessible short-term rentals. I and- love this. I, I absolutely love this. I think it's, it's amazing. I think that, you know, you're, you're, you're tapping into something that has been needed for a long time. And again, we talk about this kind of stuff all the time, you know, as far as inclusion, and this is a big part of inclusion. Inclusion is not just, you know, race. It's not just, you know, sexual orientation. It's, it's everything. And this is, and this is in today's day and age, this is overlooked because it doesn't get the media attention. Um, and the immediate tension drive a lot to to injustices um, that are that that are out in front of the are us in on social on on the news and whatever. But in unfortunately, you know the injustices of of accessibility to those with disabilities are are. I, I don't know the numbers. I'm sure you can go ahead and, and rattle the numbers off much quicker. Um, but they're just as as important. Um, and so, so having this, I, I absolutely love this. Um, are you with this? So this is a website that, you know, for a listing site, are you like certifying, like say, say a property management company comes to you and says, I, you know, we have X, Y, Z homes 
they, uh, I think they meet the criteria or is there going to be a way that they could go to your website and say, you know, this has, and uh, you know, the, all the doors are 36 inches wide. Um, the, all the thresholds are, are flat, you know, whatever, I'm not sure the, the means of egress or whatever, you know, is there going to be a way that you can get certified as rentable? I love you because this is our plan for 2022 is that we right now, everything that we offer is is no charge for anybody. It's all about education and making a difference. That's where we've started and that's where we will continue. But as we look at growth, we want to provide that educational information so that we can see this industry grow and we can see people. We talk about living your best life. Well, how can you live that best life if you're not giving opportunities? So we will be, uh, we are creating a certification program and you can, your home can be certified as a wheelchair accessible home, as a walker friendly home, as an IDD autism home, as for the visually impaired. So there's going to be multiple certifications. We will, um, provide consulting services. So you are an investor and you want to build one, two or five rental properties and you want us to consult on exactly what do we need to make this? What does this look like? And that's what we're doing with the little yellow, uh, the the property in Arkansas is called the little yellow house because it's mm-hmm. cute little bungalow. I couldn't come up with a better name and it just kind of rolls off the tongue easily. Oh, yeah. The little yellow house. So in the little yellow house, we, um, uh, we gutted it. We've extended it. So today we're filming where the outlets are because outlets are a lot easier when they're elevated 18 inches off the floor for everybody. It's easier for mobility when the light switches are lowered by six inches. So what does that look like in a construction phase? So Mm -hmm. we are doing that so we can consult people from the very beginning, or we have a renovated property. A lot of properties, believe it or not, on the marketplace are not labeled and as such, but it's like, particularly in our larger homes, you know, that the doors are wider. There is a hard surface that's not carpet. Um, There are a lot of rugs and and I call wheelchairs rug eating machines because that's what we do. We get near a rug of any size and our our wheelchairs just go, and before you know it, you've got a a rug underneath your chair. And so, um, and and rolling showers. I mean, that's the spa shower these days, but guess what? It's also a wheelchair accessible shower. It's a roll-in shower. So we can consult on your language. My favorite so far are mirrors. So if you go and you start looking at short-term rentals and you go and you start clicking on, you know, VRBO has two filters and that is wheelchair access and elevator. VRBO has added 13. We can talk about some of the those. So you just, just Lorraine, just for clarification, you said VRBO for both ones. Which one has 13? Which one has two? Okay. Um, VRBO has two filters for accessibility. Okay. Mm-hmm. Airbnb, Airbnb. Okay, has thank you. 13. Becoming rentable will have 33. Okay. So we are going to that degree of accessibility. Um, and so we will, we want to educate, you know, these um, managers, these property managers to say, let's look at your inventory. You know, what words are you using? What photographs are you taking? You know, again, mirrors are my favorite because you have this whole great, beautiful roll and shower and a mirror that's six feet in the air. 
Well, that's great for somebody standing, but you can have a tilted mirror that would work for both people. You can have a mirror that's really elongated to, to meet that need. So we will provide those kind of services. We're going to do educational seminars and webinars and, um, and, and really work our best to get this information out there. We'll populate our map. Our focus is the continental U.S., We've had mm-hmm. people from all over the world say, hey, we want to do a model, you know, uh, property in London. Will you come to Europe and do this? Will you do this in Spain? No, we're staying in the U.S. Well, yeah, you have to start someplace, you know, and yeah. you, you have to, you know, <laughs> you have to build it out and you have to get, you know, it's it's hard to, you know, scaling is hard. Um, and, yeah. and you have to start and, and, and refine it and build it. And, and once you, once you have that model and you have that foundation, then you can go from there. But I, I agree keeping it in one place, um, as like, you know, and the interest from overseas is, is fantastic. And maybe someone overseas is, you know, will want to go ahead and do something as well. Well, I, I think, and my question is, I, is thinking about what you're doing in looking at it in terms of two lanes that are are running side by side, but are also very different. Um, I'm actually very much intrigued by this purposefully, deliberately built, you know, property versus the retrofitting. And I have a whole lot of questions in terms of- (laughs) Bring them on, baby, bring them on. Because I just, I I know that, you know, when you retrofit, you you know, there's sometimes there's restrictions in terms of what you can really build, but I really- think that, you know, in seeing the gap that you're filling in all of these vacation rental communities, like I'm, there's nothing like what you've built for yourself. I, I, my mind's kind of blown in that space because a lot of this is out of sight, out of mind. Like we didn't, you, you know, you've said multiple things. I, who didn't think you can't go to the beach, like and walk and, and enjoy the sand and all of these things. And then I won't even get into the hospice care that you kind of brought in, which I think is completely brilliant uh, and, uh, in a business sense, but it's also from a, a humanitarian sense of my own self. Like I'd much rather, you know, pass looking at the ocean, uh, you know, as opposed to looking at the picture on a TV in some bland hospital, just myself personally. And so I, I Talk to me about that part, because I think that's like I, there's so many different opportunities that you seem to be on the forefront of. But I think that part of deliberately building these entities separates you from hotels, separates you from hospitals and hospice care now and actually puts you in an entirely different space of hospitality that no one's really scratched the surface of. Well, we've had two end of life. Um, and, um, I'll try not to cry, um, hardest thing ever emotionally. You can cry on the no, uh, fit, on the no bullshit you, um, but podcast. Also, okay. what a privilege, what a yeah. privilege. Amazing. So we had one this summer was of a young man. He was in a coma actually two days before their vacation. He's been in hospice and he, he wanted to pass away and be at the beach and, um, they couldn't find anything. They found, they found us. And um, mom and dad, coolest family ever. Um, we now have a beach wheelchair too. Um, so they could go down to the beach. They sat on the ground. They had their legs spread out. Um, their son was between their legs. He was holding them and he was smiling as the water, you know, would rush up over his oh. leg. And um, he, I mean, you could see him smile. He woke up out of his coma two days so they knew they they really believed in their hearts that he knew they kept telling him we're going to the beach we're going to the beach we're going to the beach and he came to the beach and they were on the beach 
the water, you know, going up and then they could put him back in the chair, come back to the house, rest, go back to the beach. Every day they went to the beach. Um, and what a gift, you know, yeah. that's what I love being at the beach with my renters. I mean, yeah. and what love, I mean, what incredible love. Um, our first end of lifer, um, was a man from Maine who came down to the beach for four months and, um, and his wife said after his passing that this was the happiest time of his life. And to be able to offer that, you know, to him and have so much joy, he went fishing. He went, uh, <laughs> went and, and, and bought um, oysters. And he calls me, he says, Lorraine, I didn't know you weren't supposed to put oyster shells in your disposal. Oh, Oops. my gosh. <laughs> And so, uh, what do you do? I'm going to kill you? You know, no, you know. And so, um, but, you know, it's, it's a gift, you know, and that's yeah. the other thing about all of this, you know, so many times, and, and I'm a property owner, and mm -hmm. I am investing this revenue to build the yellow house. You know, it's a, it's right. a, um, um, so we, we use that revenue. That is an important revenue piece right. for us. So, and we have had the success financially because of our niche. Um, but it's not about that. I think that what, um, property owners will find is the emotional benefit, satisfaction, mm -hmm. and gratitude that they have a part in playing in families' lives. And, yeah, um, I and I know it, it's all about the dollar. I know that. You know, and speaking speaking of all about yeah, the dollar. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean it is, but also like let's be real. Like there's this is significant, right? Like it is about the dollar, but the reality is the focus has to be brought forward that yes, it can be it, it, they don't have to be mutually exclusive. It can be about the dollar and be for good too as well, right? Uh, if it's deliberately designed that way. And oftentimes it works out, you know, when people don't see or understand or know that, hey, like there's a huge portion of uh, of people that are not being served. And we're uncovering, all. It, we're, I think we're lucky, John, because we get to see all these kind of niche spaces. And I call them niche just because they haven't been popularized, right? Like most people haven't found them and they're very specific to a certain demographic. But they're they're huge and their value is is very much significant and it's great to see them coming to the forefront right like like it is now and so i you know and i hope it's lucrative i hope it's lucrative for everybody so it can expand um and, i have yeah, we'll, i have we'll, some we'll questions on that show, lucrativeness mm -hmm. and i i know it's you know it's not the focus but um for for some listening you know there there needs to be an roi uh for when you when you're going in front of a board or you're, you're a property management company that's got, you know, 500 units and you're looking to go ahead and, and purpose build some more units. Do you have numbers based on, you know, a, the, um, you know, what is, you know, what, you know, you said that, you know, people are coming from California, from Maine to North Carolina, because you're, you're one of a handful probably in all of the U S you know, what are the numbers behind that? Do you have the, those numbers that you could share with us? And, and if, say, a company were to go ahead and spend half a million dollars building one of these like purpose built homes on the beach or a million dollars or whatever, you know, you know, what is the ROI of something like that? 
Right. Can you charge so, more? Do you charge more for except like accessibility? I know I know that morally you don't want to, but you know you could. I know I could. And and and, and that is a uh, uh, something my husband and I talk about. I I charge on the lower end because I know personally the expense of, you know, we have an electric hospital bed in Raleigh at our family home, but we have two at the beach, one for the second floor, one for the third floor. You know, there's a lot of ancillary cost involved when you have different types of disabilities and expenses. Um, So I am below the market average um, at the beach and we could be more, but I'm comfortable and happy with the amount of money that we're getting in. We're making a profit. We're making a substantial profit. Um, And I'm fine with that. My husband, of course, would like to see more. And it's like, why, you know, do we really need that money? Well, I think, I think that, you know, if that money were then to be used to build more homes, I mean, then you can kind of justify or or make it more accessible to more people than you could justify the, the means. Um, Here's where the numbers lay out. So when I told you we did the survey at the same time from February to June of this year, we have a team of researchers. And so our researchers took Airbnb and VRBO. So we went through every property on Airbnb site for four months. We go through every one of the properties that was listed accessible. And we went through some very minor, uh, I think, areas of, of recognition. Do you have wide doorways that are b- wider than 32 inches? And again, this is a visual look because we're look, we only mm-hmm. can see, know what we see. Right. Um, do you have a roll in shower? Do you, so we really looked at mobility only. And we looked at four areas of access to the front door, access to get into the front door, a roll in shower and a roll under sink somewhere in the house. Those were the four things we looked at. So in our first area with Airbnb, we found that 23 states in the United States had zero accessible properties, zero with the, that criteria. The, mm-hmm. the balance, we found 85 properties out of the, I don't know how many thousands that they have, we found 85. In the whole um, U.S., in the whole and US. across Verbo and, mm-hmm. and Airbnb, 85 Airbnb. properties total. Airbnb alone. And again, because there was not validation, you know, people Mm -hmm. self-populate what they're going to put on their website. You know, it says, are you wheelchair accessible? Yeah, we're wheelchair accessible. You can get through this door, maybe sideways, but yeah, we're good. Click. Do you have this? And they don't know. A lot of people don't know the language. They don't know. Uh, what it means because they may not have a disability, a friend or a family member. So they have their ideas and what we were looking for, they didn't have. Not to say that they didn't have other things, but what we were looking for, because I'm looking for myself, I'm in a wheelchair to travel, which I don't. Um, I have to have a roll in shower. I have to have a roll under sink. I have to get into that space. So we looked at that. So then we started with VRBO. That's been a greater challenge because they have two filters. They have wheelchair accessible and an elevator. So you click those filters and it says um, 700,000, you know, properties. And then you click it to the United States. And now we're at 350,000 properties. We have found minimal properties that meet our criteria on VRBO. Mm -hmm. So we're looking at the most 
85 properties. Now, here's the crazy thing with um, Airbnb. We did two rollouts with Airbnb of this big rollout that they had a few months ago, uh, last month. We were on HGTV's top um, 10 most accessible properties in the United States. Guess who's mm-hmm. not on Airbnb's filter system right now? Our property. Yeah. And yeah. I'm going, Molly, what, what the heck is going on? We did two of your three rollouts. You know, we, we've got these credentials and it's like, it takes time. So Airbnb yeah. has a great big rollout yeah. that's taken place. I call yeah. them and I write to them every single day since the rollout going, hey, I look at their wheelchair accessible rental properties, in North Carolina. Mm, we're not there. Let's let's bring this down to Carolina Beach, North Carolina. Mm, we're not there. Why aren't we there? Airbnb says it takes time. How much freaking time does it take for an existing property that you've worked with with two out of your three rollouts? So, you know, we're yeah. talking no BS here. Yeah. Right. No, I, yeah, I, but, you know, yeah. I, I work for Hopper. Um, <laughs> so, you know, we're, we're starting up our own, which is the number one travel, you know, app right now in, in the world, um, are, you know, and we haven't gone live yet with vacation rentals, but this is really important. And I love hearing this because this is, um, these are things that are going to be important for us that I'm going to make sure that, that we are prioritizing, um, at least, you know, when, when it comes in and having it being on a questionnaire that they can go ahead and, and fill out. And I'm going to definitely be reaching out to you um, to, to make yeah. sure that we are doing this correct from the beginning. And I, I want to kind of continue with the numbers here. You talked about that there's 85 properties in the U S that are, that actually meet the criteria based on just mobility accessibility. Okay. Oh, that gives me the most ex- I'm sorry, but now I'm psyched. You're really, so you're not supposed to have favorite children, right? Never a favorite child. Right? <laughs> well, I have a new favorite child in my world of accessibility and I'm so stoked about being able to reach out to the IDD and autism community. You know, mm-hmm. it's such an incredible community. I feel personally that some of my very favorite people in the whole wide world have um, intellectual developmental disabilities and autism. And why is that? Because there's no filters and mm-hmm. I have no filter and that's a good thing. And it's a really bad thing. We and have no filter. I have no filter. <laughs> if you listen to our podcast, you know that. <laughs> right, right, right. And so, you know, I'll go to an event and somebody, uh, you know, a mile away go, Miss and it's like, you don't have shoes on. And it's like, well, John, why do I need to wear shoes? I'm in a wheelchair. And, you know, <laughs> I love it. So being able to reach the autism IDD community is so exciting to me. We're working with the executive director of Easter Seals in Arkansas, and they predominantly mm-hmm. um, provide services to individuals with IDD and autism. And so I'm like, John, work with me. What does it take to have and accessible properties for individuals with autism and IDD. What does that look like? And I've right. learned so much and we're going to be able to um, do these webinars and provide We're We're right now creating, it should be almost done a how to make your rental property accessible for somebody with IDD and autism. Is it and mostly sensory stuff? It, it, it is. It is. It's, you know, it is, um, having soothing colors. So my mm-hmm. property at the beach is not a really great place for somebody who needs soothing right. colors because mm-hmm. I love color, i.e. a green sweater. Um, that um, it is um, having blackout somewhere that has blackout shades that's dark. You have to look at your lighting, making sure you don't have fluorescent lighting. You look at your lighting so it doesn't have 
a li- any strobing effects. You know, so there's a list that we're putting together um, that will allow you to look at. So let's say when you go to our website at becomingrentable.com, um, you can go, I'm looking for a property in the United States that I need uh, Walker Friendly, a wheel under sink, and an autism focus. And we'll populate that and tell you what it has. And that's where the certification program will be coming in. We will have we have six properties that will be populated when we go live in December um, that are autism friendly. We have zero for vision, zero for hearing. Bottom line is, A, there are no filters. People have not thought about it. So properties aren't listed in that way. Right. We'll be able to give you a list of what is required, and we're inviting people to come to us to say, hey, our property is a great candidate for this. Right. And, and those that are listening, you know, there are, are property managers that listen to our show that have hundreds, if not thousands of properties mm-hmm. that are in their pool. If you have a property that is close to this, it might not have, and, and it's just a little bit of modifications please reach yeah. out to us. Please reach out to Lorraine. All of her information will be on the website. You can go ahead and click on there to get a hold of her. Um, we'll have her LinkedIn uh, you know, contact information there as well. Lorraine will definitely be able to push you in the right direction. I want to get back to the numbers because you guys are super <laughs> excited, and, but I, I didn't forget. I want You talked about 85 properties. Yes. What is, but, but the 85, how many disabled or in or and I say disabled and accessibility or whatever are how many rent potential renters are there out there that aren't able to go on vacation or aren't able to do that? like what is like how many you know what's the pool that that these property managers and the, these homeowners are looking to be able to tap into that they they don't have access to now be you know do you know an uh, approximation oh yeah 62 million. That's it. 62 million. 25% of the population in America. 2% of our population in America have, well, actually, let me back up. Let me not say what I was going to say. So I'm going to stop there. Okay, rewind. 62 million Americans have disabilities. Airbnb has reported that they receive 70,000 unique visitors every week looking for an accessible property. Let's look at that. With 85 units. With 85 properties in America that we've identified as being meeting our four criteria that are accessible. So we're looking at 25% of the country looking for properties. We know from one platform Mm -hmm. that they are identifying that 70,000 visit them, unique, unique visitors. That's key. Looking for these 85 properties. That's insane. That's insane. And it's 2021. And we're just now looking at accessibility beyond a wheelchair. Hello. It's it's like all, everything we go through is 2021 and diversity 2020, like everything that we like a a huge part of what we talk about. I mean, this shit should have been addressed. um, Well, a should never have been an issue. um, And B um, it should have been addressed, you know, forever ago. Like, like this is not new. This is not like something that's like, it's like these numbers are mind blowing, but, but what, you know, to me, like I had no idea, like 70,000 unique visitors a week looking to go ahead and rent 85 homes. 
Are you kidding me? You know how much disposable cash is left on the table? There's so like like yeah. like I I love this. This is one of our our most powerful uh, episodes to date. I I think this is this is fantastic. I really really, Lorraine, are you involved with VRMA? VRM no I, I, I yeah no yes and yes I'm okay. on their LinkedIn that's it okay so um, I'm on the membership committee we you know we are on different committees um, mm-hmm. we are on the on the diversity equity and inclusion subcommittee Mateo is a co-chair of that committee um, mm-hmm. you need to be involved with VRMA you mm-hmm. need to be at uh, the spring forum that happens in Chicago in um, in April or and or I say both, you need to have some sort of presence at uh, VRMA in um, in October at the international show. These are yeah. super super important. We can introduce you to anyone and everybody that you want to and need to be introduced to. We want you on our panel that we have. Um, we do uh, we do different things with with inclusion and accessibility and 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 we we need your voice and we want you part of that 100 percent um will be there i mean we're all going to be part of all these different things yeah. so this is I, number one you need to become a member um of, of vrma for 2022 and 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 tap into that um we want you on our our subcommittee for you know dei um so let's 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 make that happen i think it's a it's it's a huge step for you to get in front of the right people that are looking to go ahead and put their money in the right places. Right. Mm-hmm. And this is the right place and they don't know about it yet. It, it, and that's exactly. a problem. And, and I'm not slamming Airbnb or VOBO or Red Awning or any of, of these groups. I, and I've talked with um, specifically Airbnb, particularly as we're building this model property. I'm going, hello, people. One of your best business decisions you ever could make is to be a part of this little yellow house. I mean, right. this is an educational opportunity here, and and that's how we're going to see growth. That's how we're going to see change. You know, we went to school to learn one plus one is two, and that's you know, and when we're taught, but we're not taught in these accessibility areas. But so if we teach you, kind of like they will come, and um, and that's what I'm trying to do right now is get the the message out. And I really appreciate your support because we've only been doing this for ten months. And I'm really stoked about how our volunteers have come together. I've got a team of eight that are Dynamo who really believe in what we're all about. And uh, we're ready for that next step. And um, I'm so happy to be a part. This is my first podcast, too. Oh, and wow. so I'm like, yes. Uh, so I'm really so happy. And I, I appreciate your support because we are going to we want to make a change and we're going to see that change happen. No, I love it. The. um. What for 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 homeowners or hosts or property managers that are are listening? And again, we we stress this almost every episode. Not a tips and tricks, but if there are if there's like the one thing, if they could start someplace, mm-hmm. what what was mm-hmm. the is the best thing that they could do to go ahead and and start the process of making their homes accessible? Okay, you could go to becomingrentable.com. Right. And there'll be a link. There'll be a link in the website, too, and on the post becoming so on in our web on our um, on our website. We have a list of um, our filters and you can go through there. It has a threshold. 
What is a threshold? What does it look like? When you say zero threshold entry, that's Greek for a lot of people. What the heck are they talking about, right? So we, you can go on our website and you can see what a zero threshold entry is and why we have it. You can right. then see the door space. So the best thing they can do is go to our website and look, do we have 36 inch doors? And this is what we call a 36 inch door. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have a wheel, uh, roll, a roll in shower? Do you have a step in shower? What is the difference between those? Um, so it's understanding. So you can go and look and see what of these things that you have. And then you can always call us to say, what does it take to have these things? The second thing that there's three things, then go to our website. They can look at the language on and how they describe their properties. So if they have 36 inch doors existing in their properties, say that in your description. If you have a hard surface driveway, say that in your description and then follow it up with a photograph. You know, you go to these sites and you see the beautiful waves and the birds and the amusement park. That's lovely. But that's what another search is for. We want to know what your property's like. So Mm -hmm. let's see your door entry. Let me see your driveway. Let me see the front of your property. Those things matter. And uh, let's see, you know, your roll under sink. So let's look at so many times photographs in a bathroom are taken from the chest level up. So you never see the floor. We want to see the floor. If you're reaching people that use a wheelchair, walker, a cane, they need to see the floor. So let's let's show pictures of the floor. I, I a big takeaway that I just got out of this. If you're going to click on it, one of these listing sites that you are accessible go ahead and show the photos that back that don't just don't just say you're accessible because you know because of course they're going to allow whatever you to click whatever you are you know so that's a big takeaway that i just got out of that is you know obviously the all those things are very important but back it with you know photo proof um because there i I would assume there's nothing worse than showing up to a, a a rental that you you were expecting to be accessible and you can't get through the door or that threshold is more like a, a jump. Bumpity bump. Right. <laughs> You're going to have hurts. to really floor it if you have one of the uh, mobility right. scooters to get over it. Um, that's, it's amazing. I, uh, I, Teo, do you have, what else do you got here? That was, I, again, I, I'm still just mind blown at, at the lack of opportunity here. I, I, again, I, I would agree. I, I would get involved with the RMA and our, our groups as soon as possible. I, I think that will be a megaphone um, to, and, and actually, you know, in terms of allowing you to be a resource uh, and pairing with managers that are willing and able uh, to, you know, make whatever you know, changes that they need. Uh, and, you know, we're a community, one of the, lar- the largest community of, of professional managers within the space. Um, and, you know, they care about issues like this. And um, I think you'll, you'll find willing ears and active participants in terms of people that want this for their business uh, and want to know how, because a lot of what they want to know is how and how can we do this? How can we get engaged? What does it take? Um, and that's from, you know, <laughs> all of the things you're doing from, hey, how can we help you build more of these purpose built homes that there's 62 million people out here that, you know, that need this. 
as well as those who, hey, you know, we we may or may not have homes that we can retrofit and make better. And, and maybe there's even little things that we can do within that space. And so that will give you the willing audience plus the kind of megaphone to to let it be known um, as it's been made known to us. Like, you know, we, we know these things on the periphery, but we really don't think about, you know, when we're traveling or, or you know, when we're talking about all of these things within our space, you know, the accessibility issues, right? Like, oh, that's things hotels deal with, but. So know, I'll, I'll leave you know. with my last story here. I met with a team of investors um, about three weeks ago and they said mm -hmm. they had 17 properties in a mountain community. And they mm -hmm. said, so we had a Zoom meeting and they, we all were a part of it. And they said, so did you go look at our properties? And I said, yeah, I did. Well, did you see our accessible property? Yeah, I did. Is it accessible? No, it's not. And they were like, well, I guess we need to quit, quit the Zoom meeting now. We're done. I was like, what do you mean? It's like, Lorraine, all of these properties are in mountains. They're steps. And I'm like, so, you know, people with autism climb steps. People who are blind and visually impaired climb steps. So we started talking about, I said, there are a lot of ways that you can make yeah. your property accessible that are not mobility based. So let's yeah. talk about that. With the end of the meeting, one of the investors said, I stand up we're going to make our property autism friendly. And I'm like, there you go. Just when you think, oh, we can't do it. Yeah, you mm -hmm. can't. You right. have to be open minded. You have to, to look at different aspects for less than a thousand dollars. You can now reach a, a percentage of the population that is not being reached. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's huge. It's 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 amazing, and I I'm glad you know there there needs to be more visibility on on this, um, and you know whatever we can do to to help you know I'm we're we're 100 percent behind you and and becoming rentable, and and I'm gonna you know just reiterate that there there are amazing communities um, that you know VRMA VRMB. Um, there, there's different that, that, that you should get involved with. I can introduce, we can introduce you to some, some right. great people that would again, help this springboard, I think really yeah. into, into the short-term rental vacation rental space here in, in North yeah. America. Um, and then globally, if that's something you're looking to do. And Amy, uh, VR Mintel, I mean, it, it's yeah, the week, women's summit know, starts women's tomorrow. Summit would be fantastic to have you. I'm, I'm, they'd be elated. I'm sure to have you there and, and speaking to other, you know, women business owners and, and you being at the helm of this, you know, again, don't want to take that away. That's, this is incredible. Everything that you're doing. So we definitely want to make sure that that's highlighted. And, and, you know, I think your, your voice is in, in, in a, there is a very clear lane uh, here um, that seems to be just getting, you know, brought to the forefront. So this is incredibly exciting. So, well, and it's exciting. The first one of the second season, baby, let's yeah, come back yeah, again. Yeah. And let's see where we are. hundred percent. Welcome. Absolutely. Absolutely. And at that point, we'll have bullied you into all kinds of different organizations. And <laughs> bring them on. Bring them on. I'm, I'm up for it. Absolutely. Well, Lorraine, thank you so much for joining us. We we like I'm I feel like my mind has been blown and like like I thought some heartstrings were pulled. This this is a powerful episode. Oh, yeah. And and we we really appreciate what you're doing. Um, who you're doing it for the selflessness that's it's behind what you're doing and um let's let's see how we can uh, we can help make a difference right. here very good right. thank you very much